We are so thrilled to be partnering with Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. As you all know, I'm a huge Hinge advocate as I met my partner of almost three years on the app. Even before meeting him, Hinge was always my go-to app because I met more relationship-minded people here and had some great dates. Clearly, I haven't been on the app for a little while, but I re-downloaded it to check out some of the new features. One that stood out to me was the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, where your friend can hype you up. Not only does this make the profile creation less daunting, but it's not always easy to see your own green flags. So to test it out, I asked UA some fun prompts to get her take on what I could put if I was dating again. So the first one, how long have we known each other? What was your first impression of me and how has that changed? Julie and I have known each other for almost 10 years. My first impression of Julie was that she's very social, but I've learned that she has a lot more depth to her beyond the social butterfly that she is. My next prompt, what do you think are my green flags? I would say she's deeply loyal. She believes in love, curious mindset, and she is fearlessly ambitious. And then last but not least, what kind of friend am I? Julie is the kind of friend who will always have your back, no matter what. Damn, that feels nice to hear. So download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. The Dateable Podcast is an insider's look into modern dating that the Huffington Post calls one of the top 10 podcasts about love and sex. On each episode, we'll talk to real daters about everything from sex parties to sex droughts, date fails to diaper fetishes, and first moves to first loves. I'm your host, USU, former dating coach turned dating sociologist. You'll also hear from my co-host and producer, Julie Kraftchik, as we explore this crazy dateable world. Welcome back to Brunch Talk, everyone. We are Yui and Julie from the Dateable Podcast, and we do this bonus episode every week to answer your burning dating questions. So thank you for sending in those questions. They're never ending, which is a good thing. (laughs) It's a good thing and a bad thing, I guess. We were going through our list that we had of all the questions that have come in, and we're like, you know, there's this one, but it's a variation of ones that we've done before. Mm -hmm. That's okay. It's good to know that there's similar questions. It means that you're not alone out there. The same things that are top of mind for you are top of mind for a lot of people. So if you hear a variation of your question, just know that other people are writing in the same situation. So that's why. If it's not verbatim, that's why. Whenever I read these questions, Julie, I get transported back in time and think, oh my gosh, it's so much easier answering the questions than when you're in the actual situation. Feelings are involved, your ego's involved, your pride is involved, timing's involved. It really fucks with your mind. (laughs) And you're like, well, uh, you know, from a third party's perspective, this is such an easy problem to solve. But when you're in it, it feels like it's just so much more challenging. Oh, for sure. I think that's why it's so much easier to give advice than to take your own advice sometimes. It's true. There's so many situations, even before I did Dateable, I would just like talk to friends and just be like, why are you doing this? Yeah. And you're not in it. And then when it's turned on you, I think it's really good to hear sometimes this cut and dry advice too, because it does make you stop and be like, okay, if I was telling this to a friend, what would I say? Mm -hmm. And kind of get the feeling element out of it, because feelings can definitely make us do some crazy things. Oh, for sure. And I know, here's the thing, I know some of you who are going through the problem that we're describing will want to hear what you want to hear. 
And so maybe some of this advice, it just goes over your head because you're like, nope, that's not the situation I'm in. This is different. (sighs) Totally get it. But that's why we set up this show to be more of a conversation. We give our top level opinion and then we kind of debate it out because, yes, there are many sides to the story. But be open to the fact that you may hear something you don't want to hear. And that may just be the piece of advice to get you out of this dark hellhole that you're in. Isn't it always that one that you're like, no, that's (laughs) not me. That's not the part that's applicable. And then for me, it's always like a couple days later. Yeah. I'll just be like, oh, yeah, that does make sense. Like I'm resistant to it at first. Yes. (laughs) So let's see how resistant people are to this question at hand. The question is, what should I do if they set up a date but didn't give a time or place? Some more info. First of all, love the pod. Here's my question. One of the biggest frustrations in dating is having a date lined up, but then there's no detail of where and when we are meeting. My anxiety goes into overdrive the day of the date not knowing. How do I get ahead of the situation so it doesn't keep happening? I can say this again. This has definitely happened to me many times. And then I just have faith. I just keep having faith thinking, yep, they'll come through with the details soon. It's an hour away, but they'll come through with the details soon. What can you control and what can you not control? We're going to go back to this format, this framework. What you can't control is when they're going to text you, when they're going to give you the details, if they even have the details and how they're going to communicate this to you. What you can control is how can I get myself out of this anxiety spiral right now mm-hmm. by asking the question. If you get your answer, I probably wouldn't be as anxious. So what you can control is what you do. And what you can do in this moment is ask for the details. Does not have to be combative, does not have to come with some sort of attitude. All it is is a question of looking forward to seeing you. What are the details of our date? What are the plans so that I can plan accordingly? It's a very reasonable ask. I'm just asking for the details and to get ahead of it for future dates is that you do the asking just so you know, you're just going to do the asking. And if they come through the details before you even ask, treat it as a pleasant surprise, surprise (laughs) and delight. I feel like if you don't want ambiguous dates, stop accepting ambiguous dates. It's that easy Mm. because I, oh, I was here for many years. This used to be one of my biggest pet peeves outside of not getting a text after the date. This was my biggest Mm -hmm. pet peeve in dating because it's just so disruptive to your whole life outside of dating. And Mm -hmm. also like the mental capacity of, I think I have a date, but I don't know. Like It's just all unnecessary things that you don't need going on in your mind. I would get ahead of it by having the conversation as we're setting it up. Okay, what day are we doing? What time do you generally get out of work? Like this is what time works for me. Having it as the conversation. So when we're going into it, setting it up that way, Even if someone can't come up with the exact place on that, at that moment, having the time, having a general location, all that felt better than having nothing set in stone. Yes. And ideally, they can just come up with a place or you could suggest a place. Also thinking, we've heard this so many times, people waiting by their phone. It's five o'clock. You're supposed to meet at like (sighs) eight o'clock or maybe it's a little earlier than five. That'd be aggressive. But let's say it was like two o'clock and you're like, this person has not reached out to me. Do we have a date? 
tonight? Did we not have a date? And then it's always like, just text them. Who cares? And then they're like, the response is, but I don't want to be the person. I shouldn't be the person that has to do it. Yes, in an ideal world, you shouldn't have to be the person. Yes, everyone should be on the same rule book. They know exactly what you're thinking, mind reader, but that's not (laughs) reality. It's not reality. And, you know, there are people out there that need this people that maybe are a little more planners type A just need to know, right? Versus people that are kind of more, let's plan at the seat of our pants. Let's just see where things go. You might also decide that I'm not compatible with someone like that. Yes, I need someone that's going to tell me what we're doing and commit to it and not make it loose. Like, are we hanging out? Are we not hanging out? And in that case, you asking, kind of prompting that convo up front, that's going to give you line of sight into this person if they're unable to commit to anything they're just like oh we'll just figure it out that's probably how they approach many of their plans yes that's a fantastic point some people are just not compatible with planners (laughs) yeah right there are a ton of you planners out there and it drives you crazy when you're with someone who's not a planner that that's not the right person for you. I think what happens also is that we get overjoyed when the other person suggests a date. When they say, oh, let's hang out again. How about next Thursday? We get so overjoyed by that invitation that we forget to ask a key (laughs) follow-up question, which is, that sounds amazing. What do you have in mind? Yeah. If the other person comes back and says, "Uh, I'm not sure yet. Let me do some research. I'll get back to you. Then you follow up with, Okay, so you're planning this one. I'll rely on you. Give people the opportunity to be accountable. You delegating, especially planners, if you delegate away (laughs) this responsibility, you are asking them to step up to the plate. And if they Mm -hmm. don't, then you have your answer. Right. But you have to give them the opportunity. It can't just be, I would love to hang out with you. How about Thursday? And you go, yeah, Thursday sounds great. And then nothing happens then no responsibility has been delegated. So make it very clear for them. I really like that because that's part of the problem too is that it's all so ambiguous right now. I remember reading my friend's text message and he's like, I don't understand what happened. I was supposed to hang out with this girl and then she flaked on me. And then I read his messages (laughs) and they were so vague. Super vague. It was like, well, maybe. And then it was like, well, actually, I'm going to make plans with my friends. Like maybe you could come along. And of course, I'm like, Of course she doesn't want to do this. You have not set up any date whatsoever. But in his mind, he thought that she was being the one that was being Uh like ambiguous. So I do think it's really important to be direct in that sense of like, okay, I love what you just said. Like, you're going to own this one then. The way you said it didn't feel confrontational. It was just like, great. Let me know once you have planned this. Yeah. Then that person knows that they're the one planning this. And tell them that. Yeah. Right. So you're planning this, right? Okay, great. I'm really looking forward to it. That's yeah. such a great way to talk about it. Or if they're like, they may come back and say, do you have any ideas? Is there anywhere you want to go? Then you can say, let me do some research and I'll send you some suggestions. Yep. So you take some responsibility too if they're asking for a collaboration. We just need more clarity in dating. And the only way we can get clarity is when you say it, vocalize it, communicate it, instead of trying to guess what the other person wants to do. And in your case with your friend, Julie, it just shows that both people were trying to make these assumptions about each other. And it's like, 
sliding doors. They totally right. miss the opportunity with each other yeah. thinking, oh, this person's not interested because they're being vague. And if you can't come up with like I, what we're saying right now, it's okay. We need more time to plan, whoever it's going to be. Mm-hmm. That could still feel anxious to you. Okay, when are they going to come back with this plan? I also don't think there's anything wrong with saying, great, let's figure out what the plan is. It would be great if we could connect the night before mm-hmm. with the time and place so I can plan my day accordingly. There's nothing wrong with that saying. That's it. Yeah. There's so much that goes into going into a date. What am I going to wear? Yeah. Should I commute straight from work? Should I go from home? You know, there's a reason why you're asking for the details. So you can plan your date accordingly. So that's a very reasonable ask. And I love this idea of saying, let's solidify plans the night before. So you're giving a deadline without saying your deadline is the night before. Mm -hmm. And then you can just know that by the night before, all your anxiety will be relieved. How wonderful. Problem solved. (laughs) I want to talk about some more aspects of this. But before we get into it, let's take a break for a quick message. This episode is sponsored by Via. We all know there are things that can help set the mood in the bedroom, but did you know a little THC could also do that? Yes, Via has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a low dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. This gummy, wow, it will awaken your senses, increase blood flow, and intensify any sexual experience. I've been pleasantly surprised by the High Love gummies because it is just the right amount of THC for me to have a good time without feeling sleepy. And hey, if THC is not your thing, Via also offers a wide array of other gummies without it. And everything legally ships in 50 states with discreet packaging directly to your door. So if you're over 21, you can get 15% off and a free pack of award-winning Dreams THC plus CBN sleep gummies with our exclusive code DATEABLE at ViaHemp.com. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com. Let the gummies work their magic. Head to ViaHemp.com and use the code DATEABLE to receive 15% off and one free sample of their sleepy dream gummies. That's ViaHemp.com and use the code D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from ViaHemp. This episode is made possible by Armoire. Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out. Listen, I live in Southern California. There is absolutely no need for puffer coats or any sort of those winter jackets. But when I travel anywhere else in the world in these cold months, I'm often burdened with the task of getting winter clothes. And now with Armoire, I can just rent my winter wardrobe. It's brilliant. Right now, our listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash datable. That is armoire.style, spelled A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. 
We are so excited to share with you our new podcast, Exit Interview. Dates don't usually end with a satisfaction survey, and yet we rate everything in our lives, from Uber drivers to local coffee shops. So why don't we do the same thing when dating? We're here to conduct the ultimate romance review, featuring daters hungry for love who have agreed to call up old flames to gather honest feedback. Welcome to Exit Interview. He upgraded himself to business class while I was in economy. <laughs> Wait, wow. What? There's feedback that will make you cringe. She could be a little bit hard-headed, like not reading the writing on the wall. And feedback that will make you swoon. When she said that she had feelings for you. I had no idea. Really? And maybe you'll learn a thing or two yourself about how you can be a better dater, lover, or partner. Obviously, like, knew I was going to learn something. I didn't expect this. Welcome to Exit Interview. Listen to Exit Interview on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So I think part of it, too, is like, what is the root of this that's giving you anxiety? Is it that your schedule is thrown, that you don't know how to plan? It's the logistics. Or is there a bigger thing going on that you think this person's going to flip? That's really important because understanding why this is giving you anxiety can also help you plan accordingly Mm. and also look at like, what is it that is making me feel a certain way? That's a really good way to looking at the root of the cause. And for many of us, the root of the cause is fear because someone's flaked on you before, someone's ghosted you before, someone's disappointed you before after setting you up for this grandiose date and nothing, there was no follow through. I get it. We want to mitigate that disappointment that may come later. So the fear is talking here, at least when I look at it in my previous cases, it was definitely the fear talking and also the fear of asking for these things and then Mm -hmm. coming back with some sort of rejection. Actually, Mm. now that we've had some time apart, I don't think this is going to work out. But then you have to think the rejection is the redirection and it just shows they're not the right person and they're setting you up for the right person or saying it's not me. Keep moving. It's great. You're not going to waste your time. Where we waste our time still is in the spiral, right? (laughs) But when you get answers, that's not a waste of time. It's very productive. If you have a string of these people that just won't commit to a date and time, it's better to let them go and find someone that can't yes. wait to meet you. You know, it's it's so crazy that this is so difficult. Like this is something that keeps coming up. You would think if two people are on a dating app, especially, that it would be easy to make the plan. But for whatever reason, it's not. And that could just be that people are on there for very different reasons. Some people have no intent to actually meet up and they're just kind of going through the motions where others want to and are looking for their person ultimately. Mm -hmm. So instead of feeling like it's anxiety inducing that this person might not follow through, look at it as a way that you can see who follows through. And that's a sign of the right people to invest more energy into. And I still remember you giving this piece of advice, Julie, in another Brunch Talk episode, I think it was, (laughs) where you set aside one day a week for dates. I find this to be such an effective way to date because it mimics what my friend May did when she was dating. She's an ER 
ER doctor. So she had very few days off in the week. And men were always very accountable for their actions when they asked her out because they knew she had limited time and limited availability. So we can mimic the same thing in our lives. Maybe we're not all ER doctors, but we can say, well, I only set aside Wednesday nights for dates. So let me know if next Wednesday works. It makes people value your time more Mm -hmm. instead of you being like, oh, I'm flexible anytime this weekend or anytime next week. Let's not be so flexible because we have to establish those boundaries and setting aside that time will make the other person take more of a pause before mm-hmm. asking you out. That's a really good point too of in a question it brings is when are you flexible mm. if someone's like, "Oh, I need more time" or "Okay, plans change" versus asserting yourself and just being like, no. Because I think there is a line that's not a black and white answer. No. There are times that, you know, think plans do change. Life does get in the way. But we also don't want to just be like you were just saying, this person that's just, oh yeah, whenever. Then you're basically giving someone no accountability and they have no priority to follow through on anything. So what is the line? I think for me it was, okay, if they cancel the date, do they have a new plan in place? Mm Mm-hmm. Or if they change the plan, is there a new plan? Okay, I can't meet at five, but I can meet at six versus, oh, work's running late. I'm not sure what time I'm going to get out. I don't want to be sitting there waiting for someone to get out. And I've done that before. I am saying this from someone that waited and waited. And then this person basically never got back to me. And eventually Mm -hmm. I just went out. Thank God. Like what a waste of time that was. And such a waste of time. And then of course, while you're out, you're thinking about it still. You're like, yep. Oh, maybe this person will still get back to me. So even though you're in the motions of going out, you're basically giving this person a hall pass to just do whatever the fuck they want. Yes. And not respect you at all. Yes. And then you train them to think that they can do this all the time. Yeah. You're like setting the tone for the rest of the relationship and do you really want to be in a relationship with someone who treats you like that right your time is disposable no we don't want that what i wish i did if i was to go back in time for this situation and this person's like i don't know what time i'm gonna get out of work which was also it was like a saturday i'm like okay <laughs> So many things about this that didn't Mm. add up. But if that's the case, it could be like, okay, tonight doesn't work. I was looking forward to hanging out. Basically, it's on you to come up with the next plan. Like I need someone that's going to come up with a plan and follow through on it. Again, you don't have to say it in a combative way, but this person knows that flaking on you in the last minute or having plans that are up in the air is not ideal for anyone. Mm. And it's really not respecting your time at all. So I think it's okay to say that to them. Like, hey, like I was excited. I set aside time for this. It's disappointing. I get life happens, but it's also disappointing that this did occur. I'd love to see you again, pending you're open to one more try, but it's on you to come up with a plan in advance that we know we can commit to. Well, what's funny is, this reminds me, a friend of mine was dating this first-year investment banker. And when you're a first-year investment banker, your schedule is not in your control. You do work weekends and you're trying to meet these deadlines. So he was constantly like, I don't know when I'll get out. I don't know when I'll get out. I'll let you know. And so she finally put her foot down because she's thinking... You're working to meet your deadlines. Yeah. How come you can't work to meet our deadlines, right? So she finally put her foot down and was like, okay, by noon, you have to tell me if you are going to get out of work or not. Even if you don't know, by noon, we got to make a decision. And that worked out really well, too, because he 
worked under deadlines. And so he's like, okay, by noon, I got to tell her. Again, it's like communicating for clarity's sake. It's not to put your ego in there. It's not to give up your power. It's for fucking clarity. And if you can take control of getting clarity, your life will be a lot more smooth and you'll have a lot less anxiety. I always think back to your mom, Yue, of saying like, yes. do, you, do you want a relationship with someone that treats you this way? And, yes. you know, at the beginning stages, like you said, the investment banker, you don't really know their schedules, but by having these conversations, it allows someone to see how you want to be treated and you can show them how you want to be treated. If you don't do that ever and you're always mm. in this world of, I don't know when this investment banker is going to get off work. I'm mm -hmm. just going to wait by my phone. What type of life is that? Oof. What type of life is that? Or Awful. the someone that just, oh, I can't commit on Tuesday to Friday right now. What time? Figure out a plan how to do it because it's important to me. That means that person doesn't take into account your needs if you're sharing that. Mm -hmm. So the more you can share, the more you can set this up for success. Now that's going to be indicative of the relationship you're going to have. Yes. Instead of looking at it as a failure that you didn't have this date, look at it as a way that you were able to filter for core incompatibilities that are going to drive you nuts. Yes. Fabulous. <laughs> know your worth. Know your time is valuable, even if you are. Listen, even if you are super flexible, you have nothing going on. Maybe you're a fun employed. <laughs> right. you know, maybe you're a trust fund baby and you have all the time and money in the world. It doesn't matter. Your time is so precious and you need to communicate that out yep. to people because it's not about your availability of time. It's about people taking up your mental space. Yes. And they can't live there rent free, just percolating, putting you on hold. Basically, when we call customer service, they're putting you on hold. And you're like, Ooh, I hope they oh my take my call soon. Don't Terrible. put yourself in that. <laughs> Don't put yourself in that situation oh. in your love life. Nobody no. wants to be in that. And just send the text, get the ego out of the way. If yeah. you do find yourself in something undefined, you don't know when it is, it's two o'clock rolling around, you're supposed to meet that night, just say, are we still on for tonight? Yes. Where and when are we meeting? Yes. I know you don't want to do it. You shouldn't have to do it, but just do it. Who cares? Just do it. It's better just than thinking it. about should you do it, should you not do it. Just do uh, it. I, exactly. Exactly. So, yes, you just spent 20 some minutes listening <laughs> to us help you analyze the situation, this question. As soon as we end this episode, just text. Just go text. I feel like this is the best 20 minutes spent because you can get back yes. all the other time that you normally would sit in a spiral. So you're welcome. We're glad you're here. <laughs> we're glad you're with us. Okay, well, thank you for this question. And for anybody else who has a question, I'm sure you all do. You can email us hello at datablepodcast.com or you can DM us on social media with the handle at datablepodcast. And we won't leave you hanging. <laughs> Never leave you hanging. Okay, we'll see you next week for another Brunch Talk. The Datable Podcast is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. Want to continue the conversation? First, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter with the handle at Datable Podcast. 
Tag us in any post with the hashtag StayDateable, and trust us, we look at all those posts. Then head over to our website, datablepodcast.com. There you'll find all the episodes as well as articles, videos, and our coaching service with vetted industry experts. You can also find our premium Y series where we dissect, analyze, and offer solutions to some of the most common dating conundrums. We're also downloadable for free on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Overcast, Stitcher Radio, and other podcast platforms. Your feedback is valuable to us, so don't forget to leave us a review. And most importantly, remember to stay dateable. 